Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 to 31. Do you not know or have you not heard? The Lord is the eternal God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary. His knowledge is beyond scrutiny. He gives strength to the fainting. For the weak he makes vigor abound. Though young men faint and grow weary, and youths stagger and fall, they that hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will sow as with eagles' wings. They will run and not grow weary, walk and not grow faint. Praise God. And then we have Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 25. The Bible says, For I will refresh the weary soul, and every soul that languishes I will replenish. I will refresh the weary soul, and every soul that languishes I will replenish. Praise God. And then the last one is Psalms 34, verses 19. Some Bibles is verse 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Those who are crushed in spirit, he saves. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we bless you, we honor you, we enthrone you, we glorify your holy name. We welcome your presence, Lord, in our hearts and in our midst as we seek to learn something new from your word that is going to help us to grow more in the knowledge of you, to have your word transform us from inside out, to have our mind focused on you, our eyes fixed on you, and to live this day for the glory of your name. It is in Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So we thank God for this word that he has given us and the topic for this meditation is going to be he refreshes the weary. He refreshes the weary. In other words, um, though weariness might come, he, the Lord, will refresh it. He will renew and revive our soul so that the weariness can disappear or vanish. We read uh, three scriptures. They are talking about all the same thing. And the most interesting verse that we read is verse 28 of Isaiah 40, which says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? You know, and when we reflect that back, it is a reminder that we should not forget. Even though we go through situations that cause weariness in our spirit, if we, even though we go through circumstances that may present, you know, difficult situations that may bring weariness or exhaustion in our spirit, we need not to forget. We need not to forget. We need to remember. You know, we need to remember, we need to remember what we have heard, that the Lord is the eternal God. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint nor grow weary. So if the Lord is the eternal God and he does not faint nor grow weary, that it means whatever weariness that you could be experiencing is not of him is not part of him so what does this tell us it tells us that in our journey in this life there are moments there are seasons there are moments that will go through the weariness of spirit it does not mean that um 
probably we have done something. It does not mean that we will know when it comes, that we can feel it, but we don't have to live with it. We don't have to uh, accept it to be part of us because it is not part of who God is. We just need to remember. That's why he says that, do you not know? Have you not heard? We have heard that God is the eternal God. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. He created each one of us in his own image and likeness and his desire for us is what he said in Jeremiah 29 11 that he alone knows the plans he have in mind for us to give us a future full of hope a future full of hope so there is a connection between hope and and the strength that is gonna give us and now when he continues, he says, and his knowledge is beyond scrutiny. He is, he has the knowledge, he has the power, he has the wisdom and everything to be able to help us to deal with every situation that comes away. That is why we cannot live, we cannot live a full life, like the fullness of this life that God has given us without being connected to God, without, you know, pausing and talking to God, prayer, without pausing and thinking and meditating on our relationship with Jesus. Without reading his word, how can we live a life without God? And he's the one who created us. He's the one who placed us in this world. He is the one who gives us grace and the strength that we need each day of our lives. So whatever it is that we have to face each day, whatever it is that we have to go through, the greatest challenge that we have to fight is to remember what we know about God, what we have had. And if we cannot remember what we have had and what what we know, then it is time to go back to the word of God and try to read something else and try to learn something else that is going to help us at the time of our need. Because according to the book of uh, Psalms 46, the Bible says that the Lord is our refuge and our strength, our present help at every time of need. So when we know that he is our present help at every time of need, it is when the need shows up, then his provision is just around the corner. When we know that, then we can easily turn to him when we are going through a situation that we do not know how to handle. We are not meant to know how to handle every situation. We ha- it has not been given to us. That is why we are human and he is God. You know, it is not given to us that we have to handle everything, that we have to be able to deal with everything, that we have to be perfect in everything, that we have to be strong in everything, that we have to be qualified in everything. I mean, we have our limitations. That is why even if we studies one thing we still have limitations on how to deal with the other thing and we have been created in a way that we need each other and that is why even as scientists will need a doctor even a teacher will need a doctor i mean it does not matter what professions we are in in this world what education level we are in we are meant to live uh, with each other for each other but all together, like all of us, we have one God, one God, our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, who rose again. And by the power of his resurrection, we are meant to experience the graces that he released when he died on the cross of Calvary. At that moment of pain, at that moment of suffering, at that moment of rejection, at that very moment that he experienced all that pain, he broke everything that could have become a stronghold in our 
our lives that which could not be broken and today we can rejoice because you do not have to have the answers to every question solutions to every problem that comes our way but we can turn to Jesus who is the answer and the solution to every problem that we have he created us so he knows best so we know that when the the Isaiah says do you not know and have you not heard so we say we know we have heard that the lord is the eternal god the creator of the ends of the earth yes he does not faint nor grow weary so this weariness this fainting is not part of what god is so he comes to refresh the weary soul you see what we need is what god gives what we need is what he gives just like he knew we needed salvation so he died you know he knew we needed so whatever need that presents itself in our lives it is a, a sign that we need god whenever we experience a moment of any need in our lives it is not for us to be able to deal with that thing or to uh, you know like um seek a solution within ourselves because we are limited to what we can do we can try but we cannot push ourselves so hard and that is where and that is why and this is what brings anger most of the time or frustration because we forget that there is a part which we cannot do anything about we just have to turn to Jesus so we know that he gives strength to the fainting for the weak he makes vigor abound though young men faint and grow weary youths stagger and fall they that hope in the lord who renew their strength so you see to be able to have our strength renewed we have to have hope hope in jesus and it is when we know we declare we believe and we know that we have hope in jesus then we will trust him and trust that he can give that which that need that is presenting itself on our face that is causing frustration or anger in our hearts or whatever it is whatever that negative emotion could be that god can deal with that thing and it will not bring weariness to our soul to our spirits but when god deals with it he fills us with his joy it becomes our strength and we can move on with the journey of life and so the bible says they will soar as with eagles wings they will run and not grow weary walk and not grow faint praise god and then we have another scripture in jeremiah that he says i will refresh the weary soul every soul that languishes i will replenish you see this is a promise that the lord has given us and if it is in the bible and he has given us we just need to claim it and believe that he is faithful he is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man that he should speak falsely but what he says is as good as done so we claim it and pray that the lord will refresh us that the lord will renew us that he will help us to trust him more than ourselves than getting frustrated with ourselves or failing to to remember that he is the eternal god that whatever we need when the need is showing up and we don't know how to deal with it that he has all the power to deal with it then we have um Psalms 
It says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. You see, the Lord is close to those who are broken and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So it's possible, it's possible that we can actually have a crushed spirit, not just a weary spirit, but crushed. How is that possible? It is because we, we, you see, brokenness, brokenness has a way of um, getting into us, whatever pain or whatever that brokenness could be coming from. We are created as whole, but because we are human, but because we go through different kind of struggles and challenges, we are bound to go through brokenness. Or whatever this brokenness could be coming from. So, <clears throat> if there is any situation that could come to try and crush our spirit, the spirit within us, which causes us to feel like we are helpless, which causes us to start experiencing negativity, like giving up, like, you know, <clears throat> interfering with our perception to be able to see the brightness of life, to be able to see ourselves as God sees us or to, to see our future, our lives as God sees us and causes us to feel like we are good for nothing. Any kind of negativity, any kind of negative weapon. You see, Jesus is greater than negativity. Negativity comes from the pit of hell because it does not produce anything good in us. And if Jesus died to give us life and give us life abundantly, then we see the opposite of what happens when that abundant life is not in operation within us and in us. So whatever comes to crush our spirits and causes us to feel like we are good for nothing, causes us to feel and to see, to look around and see darkness surrounding us, blinding us to see the brightness of the future that God has promised in Jeremiah 29, 11. That which comes to crush our spirits and make us feel like uh, we, we cannot achieve anything, makes us feel like we do not we do not belong you know makes us feel like we are not able to do anything that is of value that we are not able to achieve anything that that thing that comes to crush our spirit whatever kind of brokenness that could be or whatever that weapon of the enemy could be whatever that kind of negativity could be it doesn't matter where it comes from but the bible says the word of god which is living and active says that the lord is close to those who are broken and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. If Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he died to save us. And saving means what? Saving means complete transformation of a situation that had no, no answer. You see, sin came into the world. And the only way 
that we could have lived this life was live the life in sin. If we had no savior, it would mean eternal damnation. No other life, the end, you die, that's it. But Jesus came to give us life again. So it means whatever had presented itself as the end of us, as the end, that darkness, that no hope, no hope situation, that was a moment that we had been crushed. And Jesus came and he was crushed for us. Jesus came and he carried that cross. He fell down, he rose up again. He had no energy, no strength to move on, but he still had to carry that cross to be crucified. By the time he was getting to the crucifixion, he had no energy left, but he still accepted to go through that painful situation because he knew that when he is crushed, crushed and die on that cross of Calvary, he will resurrect because he knew he was God before, during, and after, and he had to be humble enough to go through this painful situation so that once he resurrects, then he can resurrect us in us so that we can have life again. Whatever that moment, that thing that comes to crush our spirit and present death on our face and cause us to think about death, cause us to think about suicide, cause us to think like this is the end and not be able to see beyond any dark moment, beyond any struggle, beyond any situation that does not even present anything good in our lives. That is what the Lord is coming to remove. That is what the Lord died for. That is what he resurrected for. That is the moment. That is the thing that Jesus has said he is coming to save us from. So here and now we have to embrace, accept, declare, proclaim that Jesus died to set us free, to save us from anything that is crushing our spirit. So that once we have hope in Jesus, our spirit will be renewed. Our spirit will be revived. Our spirit will be refreshed. And we can have a new life being birthed within us by the power of the resurrected Jesus. He did not resurrect for nothing. He did it with a purpose. And everything that we have to go through in this life, every moment that we have to go through in this life, Jesus has a greater purpose and a higher divine purpose that he wants to accomplish. And that is why we cannot look at our troubles. We cannot focus on our problems. We cannot focus on our brokenness. We cannot focus on people who harm us or hurt us. Because it doesn't matter what weapon the enemy tries to throw. God has all the power to overturn that situation, to change that circumstance, and to cause that situation to work for our good in accordance with his word. Because it says in Romans 8.28 that all things will work out for good for those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. If you and I declare today that we have been called according to the purpose of God, then we have to declare this word and to allow it to be part of of who we are, that no matter what comes against us, that the Lord has all the power to transform that situation, to use it for, your, for his glory and for our own good. So we just need to seek to love him to seek to know him, to seek to live for him, because he is our God. If he did not die on the cross, then we would not talk about him caring and loving us. But now the news is out. He died and he resurrected. So we cannot hide it. We have to enjoy and experience this goodness of God, this love of God, this Jesus who gave his life for us, who gave his life for us and resurrected for us. What is the good news? That we can live again and live in him. What is 
is the good news that he has a solution to every problem before it comes during the moment when you are going through that problem and even after it goes he can use it for his glory so lord i pray that this moment of our life whatever it is that is crushing us or the listener of this podcast or whatever this message lord is directed to that you may use it for the glory of your name that your name may be known glorified above every situation that tries to crush us that tries to present negativity that tries to present darkness and frustration that tries to make your children to feel like good for nothing to feel like nothing good can come out of our lives that nothing good can actually be seen or experienced in this world oh lord god You say that you alone knows the plans you have in mind for us, plans for our welfare and not for woe. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your word, which is alive and active. Your word, which is living and active. Let your word come alive. Let your power prevail. Let your glory shine. Lord, you said that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God shall raise our standard. Oh, Holy Spirit of God, raise our standard. Raise our standard over and above everything that comes to us everything that comes against us let our standards be raised let our standard be raised glorify yourself lord in everything good or bad that which we know that which we do not know and help us to keep our focus to keep our hope glued to you to keep our eyes fixed on you that through our hope in you that we may experience the joy the joy of your salvation the joy of your salvation and your joy according to the book of Nehemiah who said that the joy of the Lord shall be our strength must be our strength that your joy may be our strength and the weariness has no place in us negativity has no place in us and no weapon formed against us shall ever prosper because this is your promise lord and this is your word oh thank you jesus for your word is alive and active we give you glory we give you honor we give you praise for who you are it is in jesus mighty name that we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen